Bleed TV, the only podcast of today's best shows and movies. I'm Zach. And I'm Cash. And tonight we've got the wonderful Into the Badlands. This is season three, episode two. Uh, Moon Rises, Raven Seeks was the name of this one. Um, I get the Moon Rises. But I, I can't for the life of me think about Raven Seeks outside um, of mm. Lydia saying that he used to be a great tracker. Yeah, at some point, like towards the end. I think the, the raven episode. symbolizes a character, but I'm trying to figure out which one. That's what I was thinking. Maybe uh, the mother of the uh, guy controlling the two uh, people, because she Maybe kind so. of had some bird tendencies, especially by the end of the episode. Uh, well, she was flying. Yes. Um. Yeah. I don't, maybe so. I don't know. I think we can need a little bit more juice to figure out who's who. But, um. So before we talked, we talked a little bit before the pod. You kind of surprised me. Like, what was your overall thoughts on this episode? It was still pretty good. I still really enjoy the episode and everything, but the main thing I, we were worried about was pacing because it came out of the gates firing. Correct. And this felt a lot slower. Like, I mean, we slammed on the brakes. It was for that part of the you know, like action part of it, but I will say it did pick it up when it came to, um, what's the best way to say? It showed some new information that kind of blew me away. It doesn't, you know, twists and turns of new information that really makes you think, holy crap, I can't believe we're going this direction. Okay, I, I will give you that. It, okay. it did advance <clears throat> us pretty heavily and confirm some things that kind of kept it going in a little bit of a pace. It was a lot of shock and awe. Yes. Is the way I looked at it is. This episode had a lot of good shock and awe. To me, this is where your writing came into really good play. Um, and I do appreciate that. Um, I think they've done a good job of uh, this episode explaining. Um, groups of characters, motivations of characters, new motivations, yeah, unraveling old history to show you how the future should be going. I thought all that stuff was really done well. Um, I think Al and uh, Miles did a fantastic job um, on that, and so kudos to those guys. Um, I get sorry, guys, if I sound like I'm, you know, talking through a, a strainer, my sinuses are uh, through the roof. But um, the episode kind of starts off with, you know. Pilgrim and the caravan of people finding the, what is to believe, the one of the old castles of Azra, which is on an island in the middle of this inlet or lake or something. Yeah, like, I mean, um, just a little channel, I guess, or something like that. Like, And so they had the wherewithal to go out there and cut logs in to make rafts and paddle themselves over. Um. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll give it that. You know, Not um, the route I would have taken, but no. well done. So, when they got to this castle, which I know this was later, I just want to go ahead and talk about this whole castle yeah. thing. Um, when they opened this up, and it's a freaking museum. I was really What was your initial thought? <coughs> this was a great, I guess, uh, hiding thing, like, trick, like, because I expected it to be splendor. I expected lights, magic, all of this, and then it was just, mm. There's a couple things that perplex me about this scenario. First of all, this is a castle, and it looks like yes. a castle. Like so, just so we're all clear, this doesn't look like a museum. No, this like, looks like a castle, old century castle. It's got the yeah, ivory, like the towers, like you can come watch. Yeah, towers I mean, and it everything. has all those things, and and it's all on the island, yep. which also adds to the effect of a castle, castle that requires you to get to it by very water. Very big moat and everything. Exactly. All that stuff like that. And when you walk inside, it's like a 1980s museum that let, was left to go to waste. Yes. It we, did not match. The inside and the outside, completely different spectrum. Yeah. Um, 
And I just really struggled with this whole concept, you know? Because, like, I don't see how, like, you write it, shoot it, and then, like you say, go inside and be like, this looks right. Yeah, I mean, given now, it, it looks like it's been there for years and years and years. Yeah, hundreds of dust years. And dirt. All stuff. Still, I, it's a singular castle that looked medieval that has a modern museum. I, I just, it really, the only thing that saved this for me was is that even the people who go there have doubt. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that was like, okay, thank you. But the only thing that was just, there wasn't enough people. I was like, you're, you're telling me only three of these people are going to step forward? Like, with how you've sold Azra for three or two seasons and then going to this, and we get not even the Fantastic Castle, the terrible museum run down. Yeah, another thing is, too, is that Azra, everything we've ever seen as a picture of Azra looks like a very modern, high-technology skyscraper buildings. Yeah. Nothing that looks like a damn castle. No. Or like, a museum or anything Or medieval else. or anything. Right. So, to me, this was... This was a little bit of a swing and a miss. Yeah. Um, and it's like during this time, we actually even hear him say when they're going through the, uh, what was that thing like you played with as a kid? Oh, yeah. Pe- well, you, you know, it's like a shutter. Yeah. You know, a shutter toy where you get to see images and stuff. And all the images look the same. Well, and we have like the Eiffel Tower. It looked like. Yeah, you have Statue of Liberty, you know. But he's saying that's stuff of the past. Right. These are all famous places. And so that lets us know we're kind of in a futuristic, dystopian future. Correct. And so... So I thought that was interesting to find out. Like, So we can go back and still find guns and everything. You can. Um, again, this is a castle. And this is somebody, whoever collected this was just items of the past. <clears throat> but it still looked like a museum from yes. top to bottom. And that's what was perplexing. Um, you know, like I said, there was people who didn't believe and there was a loss of faith and Pilgrim goes, you know, we need to cleanse the non-believers and make the rest of them realize it goes downstairs and he puts the whole blindfold, whole blindfold on. on. Um, I really, really liked that he kneeled down and you could hear, they emphasized the yes. feet hitting the leaves. They showed a shot of his ears perking. Um, they, they gave they, you all that to make you say, gotcha. Yeah, they spelled it out perfectly. I did, and it wasn't too overdone. I mean, if you started being like Daredevil and you could see like an image through the cloth, yeah. you know, of something white shadow, like you can visualize it. Like, okay. I'd be like, ah! We just painted this great thing for the sound and you're wanting to do this? Yeah. For what reason? Um, and like, even him, like the smacking of the ground with all of the leaves coming up and everything. Added great effect. Loved it really it. was. I really, I enjoyed it. The fight scene was well choreographed. Punching um, a hole through your opponent, dude. Like, yeah. Like, did you think of like the old uh, kung pao hidden, yes. hidden fist and everything where he like, punches him in the stomach? Yes. Oh god, I was cracking up when I saw that. Like, obviously, this was way gorier. Yeah. But. Um, I really, really enjoyed all that. I thought that was really cool. Even the guy sniveling, you're like, I believe, I believe. <laughs> that that would have been me, and I was like. Okay, if he kills him, like there's that, I'm gonna have a problem with that because like, the faith should do it, and it restored it. He's like, okay, you're Correct. okay with me again and everything. Absolutely. So, I uh, I appreciated all that. Yeah. You know? And of course, we can go ahead and get to it because the last thing that happened in the case was the very last scene. Well, before that, like we still need to talk a little bit about <coughs> sister and brother. Oh, that's right. Well, you know, um, the brother is bleeding from his ear. 
He has veins showing up on his neck, and he looks to be sickly and possibly dying. You think he can just pull the Bernard and get some brain fluid and eject it right back Easy in? Easy with the Westworld references over there. Um, and even the the headmistress, whatever her name is. She's noticing it. She notices it, and she makes the statement that the dark eyes don't live long. They have short lifespans, different things of that nature. And so that shows you that they have history with more than one. These yes. are not the only ones they've ever dealt with. And so there's more to it. Thought that was cool. Um, they're you know they're, they're talking to each other about how we're going to get her together. Pilgrim's overhearing it. There's you know it shows there's dissension even in this grand caravan. Yeah. So you have someone with complete faith, and then you have someone else without complete faith. Correct. Um, so all that's in a good place. I don't know what he's suffering from. Just um, black eyes is all we've got, sadly. Right. Um, like hopefully, like in the next episode or two, we get more on the gift in it. Right. Right. Well, yeah. I hope they're not stopped with where they are. You know, if they're on the island, they're good. Woo. Yeah. You know. Um, but no, we need the monks. They, I mean, they've got to show up sometime soon. Correct. Very much so. Correct. Um, I did yeah. think it was strange that we we reached the castle. Like, all right, we've reached our destination. Have we? This is Azra, like, we're, we're sure, like, we would have... Yeah, so, I mean, like, so the next part we're talking about is when she gets the the hooks and she's suspended on the full moon. Whew, this, this was a, tough to watch. I, I don't know about you, but I, I struggled with it. Kudos to the special effects. Yeah. For whoever shows this body, which you could tell it's, you know, a fake body. Cutting it, the blood, and then putting the hooks through it and the skin. Okay. Um, do you believe that you can hold a person up by just the skin on these hooks. I think so. You think so? I mean, our skin's pretty tough and everything. Um, there were some people online, you know, by the way, thank you very much. We had, we put, I put a little call out there for people to buzz on social media about their thoughts, their opinions, stuff like that. Uh, I know, um, you know, Foley and Ms. Watts and yeah. uh, Brian and Ava and Mia. Um, oh God, um, Sam. I mean, just so many people. Mike, um, uh, what's that guy's name? Let me look at my notes. Um, last name Smith. Anyway. Thank you so uh, much. Because yeah. They, I mean like everything that they had on there, they were talking about like the anger between certain characters. Like we're going to hit on all those. They were on the money. You guys rock. Thank y'all for, you know, putting those comments in there. Uh, I know there's more that did because we were, we're part of three into the Badland groups and sometimes they kind of yeah, run together. They but, bleed together a little bit. Um, like, oh, but wait. of course, they're all badass and, you know, it's like the show. Um, but, you know, uh, I do remember Brian distinctly, you know, giving us a little education on the whole, you know, that even ancient tribes and other things have done the suspension thing because yeah. they believed in it got being you closer able to, to heaven and right all that stuff and so, and so easier to vision with that with that thought it does make me feel like yes you can be suspended by hooks and of course I'm, i've heard and seen people who do this for as a performance and so it was just it was a little tough to watch yeah like, like, I mean, Woo! uh here's my next like, thing here's my next thing do we believe pilgrim has the human strength and capability by himself to leverage chains that length to pull her up as tall as she did. I think so. I mean, okay. with, with all now the look, love you cool and I and both stuff, former football players. Yeah. Such a, that is, you're pulling that now. That would be a very painful way up. That would be a very, but very I mean, difficult. You have levees and everything, low center of gravity. I, I think we could, but I think with the show already giving us real cool of stuff. Yeah, I'm I mean, okay. I was okay with yeah. it. I was just like, I wanted to pose that question because that was one thing that I didn't see on social media. Was a lot of people like, well, do we really 
feel like he could actually lift her. Yeah, I mean, he's because you're pulling. You see, it's one thing if you're pulling straight up. Yeah. If the chains were directly above her, but, like but if you notice, those chains out. were pulling yeah. away. So by lifting her, you're actually pulling against the normal direction that you would need. You're, you're taking away the twice, advantage. Yeah. You, you lose your leverage. And so to me, it's like you're pulling her apart even as you're lifting her. To me, that is twice as hard as if you're just lifting someone straight up. Yeah, and it's not like she's a very small woman like in yeah, a well, negative course, way or anything. We're just like, going to say curvy. Yeah. We wouldn't dare say she's overweight or no, anything like that. No, because sure she gonna... definitely isn't. No. But it's just like he doesn't have the same advantage of like a man lifting up a woman because they're similar builds. To, I'm just saying, to me, I, I was I end up being okay with it, but I was sat there and I thought about it and I thought about it, you know. And where I work, I was talking yeah. about, you know, I know a teacher who, you know, and I was telling this scenario, and they're like, you would have to be twice the strength of a normal person to be able to lift somebody by pulling apart than rather than pull up, Whew. because it's not because you're going against gravity's going up, but you're pulling it out. Ow. And stuff. So if you can imagine, it's much, much harder. Yeah. He said, it's just like if you want to go lift a weight, if you wanted to lift a weight from the ground, you would lift with your hand closer to yourself mm -hmm. and lift straight up. This is where up. you have them on. And if you lifted the stuff, if, if you lifted by pulling outward, think about how much harder it would be to lift Ooh. something. And I said, dude, when you put it in that kind of perspective, it's a game changer. Yeah. And so it's just a little cool thought, like, you know. It would definitely be a very painful ride up to the suspension. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, so let's jump over to Sonny, um, Lydia, Tilda, and Baji okay. in, in the refugee and camp. And eventually Moon. And eventually Moon, but yes. Um, I want to talk to Moon. You know, he's, he's my favorite right now. Um, so they're making the decision that by looking at these books, Lydia unravels that her father knows all about the Abbots. Yep. Knows all about the dark ones, which are the people with dark eye and the gift and even took journals and knew of a master, which Baji suddenly says, Oh, I know this person. That's the mad witch. Um, his very first master by convenience. Correct. Again. Yes, there is a, there's a, just like we were talking about walking dead earlier tonight. This episode brought us a ton of dots connecting. Mm -hmm. Some of those dots connected real easy and conveniently. However, the amount of them that give us this whole portrait end up making it work by the total sheer number they put everything together. Yeah. If Baji out of nowhere just alone was like, oh yeah, that was my original this, that, da, 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 da. and just that's, you know, that's all we got, I'm like, oh God, really? But I mean, since we added a little so bit convenient. more to it and everything. Right. Well, it, it just also goes back to, you have to understand, Baji all of a sudden is become so integral because you remember, he taught and trained the widow. Yeah. When he was a child, but now he's also, oh, his master is the one that is the Mad Witch. And oh, the, and he's so, already been kicked out of school from the one that MK had right, been with. And, right. So, and oh, by the way, he used to be an abbot. I mean, yeah. the guy is just nothing but, oh, by the ways. Oh, by the way. And oh, by the way. So, they got to quit beating that horse. I love what they've done here. But we don't need another, by the way, yeah. situation for Baji. Okay. Like, he's he's got enough. He's part what of the story. What do you mean now. you were an abbot? Yeah. Oh, what do you mean you you used to be one of those guys who can fly around it? Oh, what do you yeah. mean you were the actual yeah. guy who was the father of the widow and taught her everything? <laughs> what do you oh, mean you've you sent a message? What do you mean you've been yeah. to Asra? You know what Asra is. Oh, what do you mean that you know the Mad Witch is your original master and you know where she lives yeah. and you don't want to take? He doesn't need to be our walking encyclopedia. Exactly. Like, okay, his character has become so convenient for the storyline. 
they got to stop that. Yes. I love what they're doing to connect him. He makes himself integral and valuable, and I think he's, Nick Frost is an fantastic. absolutely fantastic for the show. But let's don't go too far with that. It's also the same thing with Lydia. Oh, my dad knows all about the Abbots. Yeah. Oh, my dad has these journals. Oh, she's my been dad very has... Conven- she's been everything the show's needed her to be. Exactly. You know, other than she really can't dig with a flat ship shovel. We, oh, we established my God. That season like, two, please, let's know. not bring... We, so, we still roast that. those things like that. So, we, we've got to... There's, it's no, it's not a problem to unravel mystery Every by having a while. character yeah. tell you something they didn't know, but it needs to be subtle. It needs to be in small doses, you know. Different like that, not something that's a huge. It doesn't need to be a crutch. Exactly. So I'm, I loved all the information they gave us this episode, but they've got to be careful with yeah. that. We've if they continue that, avenues. then it's going to become, it's called convenient lazy writing. Yes. Once if you continue doing that over and over and over again, um, again. Suddenly, um, Lydia divulges something else I thought was a huge nugget is that I remember when Quinn pulled you out of that water and you had the mark of Azra on you. Where Whoa. was that information? At any point in time. Now, I we mean, have thought that Sonny before what did have the gift and stuff or had some kind of thing, but... You know, not so much. To just, just for that to be thrown out of the left field... Um, you know, to me, that was the one statement that yeah. was just a touch too convenient. Well, and has the Quinn ever quest for Azra or anything? I don't think that was no. Ever like Azra was never even mentioned in him. Yeah, you know, so which it should have been now if Lydia has this much information. Exactly. And- so again, that right there is like okay, we've got something in the future to be able to establish. We got something in the past to be able to establish a future plot. Yeah, and this is something we can throw in to make this sound right. To me, that right there was just a touch too far to explain why Henry could have the you know the black eyes. Because uh, like, there's just no way that she doesn't eventually mention this to Quinn at some point in time. During yeah, their... it, again, just convenient. Yeah. Um, if to me, it would have been something better that you know you look through the journal and you'll see an entry there where the father consulted Quinn on a baby he found. They might potentially have the mark or that something. Makes. Instead of just Lydia saying, I remember when Quinn found you and you had the mark of Azra. You know what Azra is? Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, like, you follow what I'm saying? Like, it, it was just a it's hair a, too quick. We're two seasons in and we've had hundreds of conversations. Correct. So, you know, so to me, um, yeah. you know, or, I'm sorry, it wasn't Quinn. It was Waldo that found him in the water. I kept saying Quinn. It was you, Waldo. Because yeah. Waldo's the one that raised him, Clipper and stuff. Um, but, I mean, it's still... Pins that if she knows this much about it, Quinn's going to know about it. Correct, 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 and so on. So they established that they need to go to Vulture Peak, which is where the Mad Queen is. Uh, of course, Baji's not happy about it, or so on. You know, Baji even flat out says he won't go. Correct. Um, this was uh, next scene was one of those scenes that a lot of people were upset about on social media, especially Foley and all things like that. Was where um, Tilda shows up and. Like Sonny immediately pulls the dagger out, like he's gonna just cut her throat out. Yeah, uh, and people were like, you know, you can't, you know, you can't. That's a hypocrite. You know, you can't be mad. Da, 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 da. A, he's human, so obviously correct. Well, be... I immediately put it out there. I was like, guys, she's the reason... she represents the demise of Vale. Yeah, I'd probably pull my blade out too. Like he views her as the only reason Vale's dead. Correct, and um, then she even comes out and admits. You know, Vale tried to turn me on your side and everything. I'm pulling the knife back. I'm, I'm keeping it out and everything. Like, of course she was right. Right. So, 
I, I get that. And yes, for him to have that knee jerk reaction, totally cool with that. Yeah. Absolutely. Heat of the moment and everything. Your right. son's Yeah. I mean, sick. this is a visualizing of you're the reason my wife's gone. Yeah. Hold, you know. <laughs> and now uh, my kid's got this freaking virus yeah, that I mean, apparently is my fault. Like, I love right. Baji's like, well, it's only passed down hereditary. I think it's safe to say Vale wasn't giving it to him. Yeah. Was like, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so let's cut over before we talk about Moon and scene. Cut over. Now we're back to MK. And MK is struggling, sweating like a champion. Yeah, my man has picked have, up sweat yeah. glands from Vale. I mean, we were talking about it last episode. We were like, it's yes. got to show back up somewhere. I mean, well, they gave it to MK. I mean, the widow can't sweat. So MK's got yeah. the sweat going down. The whole nine yards. She's uh, taking away his opium and everything. Correct. Which is it just because she doesn't have it anymore because they can't work the fields properly or she just doesn't want him on it? I just think she just don't want him on it anymore. Yeah. Um, drug addict, basically. More than lying is just basically what it is. And so he comes down the stairs and he meets Moon for the first time. Okay. And some, you know, they have a cool exchange. To the point of, well, like Moon had just gotten his, he just got his new hand, everything, right? The finest artisans have made this hand. You which, twist the fingers, and you you get a blade. You twist this one that shoots things. How did Game of Thrones not come up with this hand? This looks so <sighs> much more functional and better than. Yeah, well, to me, the hand is not realistic, but in this show, it works. Okay, I mean. It just doesn't. I mean, like for being stationary and everything, this is the coolest prosthetic. Well, and here's the other arm. thing too: is that it shows like it's a gauntlet. Yeah, it goes from the forearm to you know as your hand, but then when he puts it on, it's like the gauntlet goes to the wrist, and then he attaches just, yeah. the hand like you know Ash from Evil Dead, you know, or <laughs> from Army of Darkness, where he clicks it in and it switches it and like you know it turns on, um, which is again this is where it becomes out of the realm of reality into the realm of fantasy, but it was cool as hell. Yeah, um, but I did like that the hand stayed stationary if yeah. the finger started moving i was gonna call bs but no like, and he made it work why the finger's not moving and everything right. just treating it as a blade right and so him and mk you know he calls this him was old a fantastic, man yeah this was a cool ass fight it was good to see mk get a lick in or two mm-hmm. um we even had some cool slow-mo stuff like when he fired the dagger and everything right and I it was really, cool to see mk duck and, yeah you know realize uh, what was going on and everything um i really enjoyed of, this Great, just like little kicks and everything. Like you said, just a fun fight scene. Well, it was so realistic. And I love that you could see him move his hand to block each one of the yes. attacks by the knife and the sword and all those things and look good. You know, and to then, me, the choreographing or the fight scenes is even stepped up. Yeah. Uh, from last season and the season before. I mean, I think it was like we've already just been talking about is they have another full year of stunt person training, of martial arts training. Of just caring about doing this stuff. Right. And that is showing in them doing their own stunts and activities and yes. everything. It's just very impressive. Um, eventually, then, MK loses. And well, because he finds out that Sonny's his master. And like we just keep playing this trope of Sonny being Moon's thing. It was like, oh, well, Baji's like, oh, it doesn't happen to be the person running with Sonny. Correct. Oh, let me get into Ultra Instinct angry mode because Sonny trained MK. Correct. Absolutely. So, um, I mean, it's just like little things like that. And I was like, uh, like, cause we had such a good scene. But. We did. We did. Now I do like the widow said, you know, we need to find who the iron rabbits are. 
you know. Um, and I love that she doesn't know that Tilda's leading this. Correct. Like, the picture looks like Scorpion. Yeah. Off Mortal Kombat, you know. You can't tell if it's a man or woman or anything like that. And that's pretty cool. Again, I want to see her with a face shield again. Face shield was awesome. I can't wait. Um, and so, of course, Moon is tracking things down. And then that's when he shows up. Meets Lydia. Lydia. And so, obviously, Lydia and Moon go back. were an item at one time. Would have never guessed this. Yeah, this was a problem for several people of our fans. Uh, people were like, you know, all I heard was WTF when it comes to this relationship. Because it kind of doesn't make any sense. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess Moon used to be um, Quinn's regent before we retired. And but then, then he retired and went and became and worked for the Widows? Or did he just know? He went off on his own. Remember, his family got killed and... So he's just a you know like a you know a solo act. Um, okay, I guess he, oh because he would have met her husband during Regent meetings correct, and everything. Correct. So um, interesting that they have background again. That's another nugget that you weren't expecting. Yeah, it wasn't a negative. No, a problem. I, I, mean, I, enjoyed, I enjoyed it. it. Like, yeah, I mean everything. Like, it just. It's just, I mean, like, basically this he could season have been so far, Regent, like, these are all onions and they're just undoing these layers yeah. and you're just more impressed and the onion's getting sweeter as it goes. You know what I mean? Um, I just thought it would have been a little bit better just making him a different Regent than Lydia's just because. Yeah, but, you know, but you can see the connection. Yeah. You can definitely see the connection. And I love their, uh, like, just them talking to each other. Like, it's well, very natural. Not only that, how cool is Sherman Augustus's look? This guy in this blue coat I love and him. this like, this bolo hat um, that's got this extra tall sides that's curved. Again, this is another situation where the costume designer and the visionary that they are doing for this show. They've always had a lot of fun with is it a and everything. Head and shoulders above some other shows that we're watching and doing. It is it is artist work, yeah. artistry at work. When you see these outfits and how well they're done, even like Pilgrim, I mean, it's so unique. I mean, like his shoulders have like cut pieces of leather, look like a lion's, you know, um, mane coming off each arm, yeah. and they're taking a lot of risk, and most of them are landing. You know, and of course, you know Nick Frost. You know, this you can't suit. miss him no. because unfortunately, Nick. It looks like he's love Nick Frost yeah. to death, but he's a big fella. There's a lot of fabric yes. on Nick Frost, and he's wearing very vibrant colors. And so, even the Joker's like that—that's a purple suit. Like. Yeah, I'm just saying that if he ever wears all red, people are going to be hollering Kool-Aid right and left, and it's going to be awful. <laughs> or if uh, he uh, tries to go full blue, it'll be like Willy Wonka. Oh, just God, ro- yeah. roll them on yeah, out. Roll them on out. Oompa. I'm not going there. Boom. Yeah. Um, so, again, amazing. Of course, you know, there's even a scene where. Um, I know we're bouncing around, but where Widow is talking to Lydia in this garden. First of all, yeah, Emily well, Beecham, yeah. smoking hot. I mean, like, wow. I mean, sometimes they dress her in certain ways and very impressive and, and just um, the heels, the whole nine yards. I they, mean, they showed a lot of emphasis on her Guys needles. at work were like, holy smacks, <laughs> you know, just being straight with you guys, you know. And Lydia coming there and having this conversation, but I'm not, not even about the conversation, just the setting. Yep. I mean, and it's at this famous uh, fountain that we yeah. get, and it's nice to see it a little bit different because yeah, the last time we easier. saw it, it was dark. Yeah, it like, was like everything fall, was dead. Everything was changed and stuff. But, um, but we kind of jumped around a little bit. Let's go back to like when uh, Moon's talking to Lydia outside. Correct. So how does Sun- like? I had a huge problem with Sunny dropping the sword. Well, not only that, Sunny knocks over like 
like like an ashtray yeah. or something little stuff. This was one of those little parts. I was like, "Give me a fucking break!" Like I would have much rather him lift that sword up and the rings on the sword jingle, and Moon would have yeah. been Moon would have been like, "I know my sword sound." Yes, you know what I'm saying. To me, would have been that would have been and it much better sense. than him knocking the ashtray over. This is something Give we're me, talking about. I mean, the guy can do high wire attacks, killing people, cutting their throats, drink his Belgian coffee all at the same time. But he can't muddle around a train to grab his sword to hide without knocking the ashtray over? Not believable. Give me a damn yeah, break. Like, this is where you're like, that is like, a lazy part. Yeah. That is, oh, this. Oh, well, we need a scene where, you know, where Tilda comes in and saves the day. And exactly. It's like we had the convenience of Tilda. Exactly. Don't like, do uh, that. Don't, don't do that. Have him hear the sword. And doubt himself of what yeah. he heard, or this and so on, and then get distracted by something much better, much more plausible, a better scene, Just, whatever. Because even if you lift that sword up, you're gonna hear it, ding, 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 ding. You yeah. know these little hooks. So that right there would have been better than the fucking ashtray. That, that just really irked me. Tilda comes down. Now you notice Tilda, her makeup has changed again. When she wears the mask, she had a different type of makeup mm-hmm. on. Her makeup's changed because when she just does the wear outfit the mask, is really the same thing, right? And um, which also she's having a she has a very fun outfit. Like. She does, yeah. It's kind of the orange glow. Um, she's holding baby Henry. That's great. Um, Lydia's talking. She gives the baby to Tilda, and then she goes, "I'll go with you to the widow." Yeah. And then she walks away, but she calls and then Tilda she, something else too. And then she goes back to Tilda mm-hmm. to act like she checks on the baby and say, "Don't follow. Don't do this. Yeah. Whatever like that." Does that not raise suspicion to you? Uh, you know, like. Take the baby. I'm going to walk with you to the widow. And then you stop and you go back and just look at the baby. Well, and it's come just back. like a double check, you know, nervousness and everything. I thought it was a push a little much. Yeah. But it worked. I just like, um, that's it, kind of a dead giveaway to me. But I mean, and then, I don't know. I, I didn't feel like it was needed or anything. It, it really wasn't. I mean, you could have almost left that part off. Yeah. But like I said, it wasn't enough to say, oh God, what a fucking joke. Or, you know, it wasn't like that. But I um, mean, because then what did she end up calling her? I, I forgot the name that she called Tilda. I don't think it's really all that important, but it's just like no, now, even if like she outs him, you know, she's like, okay, Tilda is the Iron Rabbit. Moon doesn't know who he's looking for still. No, he just has a picture. Yeah. And it's not a great picture. And it doesn't say, it says he'll know there's Tilda, but he doesn't right. know Tilda is her. So Correct. I, I think Lydia's put herself in an okay position to rat her out and still be good with Agree. her. Agree. Agree. Now, around this time, this is when we have MK, who gets his little opium delivery from his yep. pretty little girl. He decides to do... Well, know, I guess the entire load. Yeah, really. I mean, like, basically it looks like heroin. Yeah. You know, he's putting in a spoon and, and some range and stuff. And he I mean, decides to have this flashback, a memory fighting a memory of himself. The internal struggle of his former black he's eye self. trying to get his gift back and everything. Versus so. who he is. Into which he alerts him that the master has manipulated his memories. Yeah. To the point where he didn't kill his mother. Dun, 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 dun. Sonny killed his mother. And the entire mother. time I'm like, please be no, please be no, please yeah. be no. Like and when I was like, yeah, there's only one person this can be that would cause a huge rift in dun, 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 Sonny. You know what I mean? Um, what do you think? Two things of this. Okay. Two things. Number one, do we believe that the master 
was manipulating him. Okay, so that was going to be my question to you. The purpose of making it feel like he's the one who killed. That makes no sense. Because if you remember, he was become aware that he killed everyone on the boat mm-hmm. when he came over. And so that he believed he killed everybody at the camp, including his mother. Um, to be changed now that, by the way, that's not true. You were manipulated at that sunny one. What what purpose does the master have to manipulate so exactly. to manipulate MK? Exactly. There to is me, no purpose. I struggle with this. Like we haven't been laid out a purpose for the master to do this. Correct. Because she doesn't to our knowledge, she has no knowledge of Sonny. And so there's no reason to protect Sonny. The only thing I can think of is that you make him believe that if you don't control it, bad things happen. Thus, here you go. This is what you killed your own mother. To make him break down and understand that you have to focus to be able to control and anger. I'm okay with that. But she's got to realize as being a master that that's more likely to just succumb it to where you never use it. True. But and, again, we're spitballing motivation. Yeah. Here. Um, but the second part of it was, holy crap, it was Sonny. You know, are we to believe that is true? Or do we say that this is his black eyes manipulating him? Oh, you know what I mean? This is yeah. where you're kind of like, we're, you know, we're in that rabbit hole. Do I keep going farther or do I go back to the light? You know it's I mean? like, yeah, do, do I trust a liar to lie or do I trust a liar to tell the truth? Like, right. You know, I mean, neither one of these are good sources of information. No. Um, I, I hope that MK still did it just because I think it being sunny is cheesy and just. Yeah. I mean, I, it's a, it's a way of tearing up their relationship, which isn't all. <coughs> Which doesn't need to be torn up or anything. Right. And like now Tilda's going to have to make a decision. And now we can get stuck with MK. Here's the other part of this that bothers me too. Is is that how did MK get out of that camp without mm-hmm. turning into the black eye and killing all of them without a scratch or this, that, or so on? You catch my drift? Yeah. That don't match neither. So if yeah, he came in there and killed his mother from behind, stabbed her, and he just looks at her and keeps walking... I don't see that because yeah. Tilda me, they had killed to, everybody in that camp. Tilda had to beg for her life with him looking her in the eyes to be yeah. able to turn it off. So, so that's another thing that I struggle with is that okay, if you he did this, all right, but how did you get out of this? You know, I don't see them just saying, "Oh, he's a kid, he's all right," and just let him be. No. I'm sorry, I just don't. Because I mean, we've already seen the other one when he before he lost his eyes and everything. Right. So that's very curious. Now, one thing about this scene is is that right before this, when he's talking to him in this wheat field, cool shot, man. Super awesome, wherever they were all sh- shooting the scene. Probably Ireland. Man, I think that's where they did most gorgeous, of their Gorgeous, 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 gorgeous. Um, but that was a huge nugget. You know, Again, I'm questioning it, even though I know what they're saying and why I like that. I hope they bring more to explain that. And so far, I feel good about it. Again, we talked about Lydia coming. Widow offers her control of the poppy fields and a safe place for all of her people in exchange for giving up who the rabbit is. Um, do you feel like Lydia's going to do this? I don't know, but Lydia had some lines. And I'm going to go with probably yes, just for protection. But when she was just like, why is no one coming to you for the freedom anymore? If you're so great right now. Correct. Yeah. And refugees are tired of going to the front lines. And yeah. You know, you know, anything requires sacrifice. Um, to me, I, mean, I think you have to, because I mean, if she's your main, 
Well, here's the other part too, is that widow did not tell her what would happen if she said no. True. You know what I mean? So, you know, it goes back to that old adage of, you know, keep your friends close, you keep your enemies closer. closer. Yeah. And so if she's getting something from her and she considers her the enemy or this or whatever, there's a strategic play here. Whether or not that's what's going on, I don't know. I could totally see Lydia agreeing, but actually giving up the wrong person. Yeah, like I don't see her giving up Tilda. Right. So I don't. To me, this has a recipe of I'm going to do it. I'm going to try to hoodwink you, and it blows up in everybody's face to where Lydia gets herself in trouble again, and Tilda is in a dark heart, heart spot, and different things of that nature. And so that's where I see this going. I see that being the most likely scenario. Uh, I'm liking what you're cooking over there. Yeah. So to me, that's that's where we're where we are with that. Um, yeah, I would have to agree with you there. Right. Um, but MVP of the episode in my mind, Sherman Augustus, the guy who plays uh, Moon. Moon. I just his charisma right now. I mean, he's had. The two best fighting scenes of the season so far. Yeah, I mean, to me, he, he he's not a new character, but he is for this season. Yeah. And what they've done with him is I really enjoy. Um, just like in season two when they brought Baji in, you know, when he first came in, it was kind of really intriguing. I love what he brought to the table. Um, and so now it's like you have one on the other side, and it's a really cool situation. Uh, and I can even see him becoming a good guy in a strange way in a, some – Situation. I just don't know. Uh, you. I mean, right now his only motivation is vengeful. Yeah, the guy who took his hand. It's looking pretty hard for him to find a way to be the good guy. But you're right. You, but you have to imagine the, one of the best fight scenes of this entire series ever was him and Sonny. Yeah. Well, and I think him and uh, Widow is right up there, like not far behind it at all. Right. So I'm. Um, I'm really, really enjoying what yeah. he's doing, and kudos to you, man. Kudos to the cast and crew on the show. This episode had a lot of huge nuggets dropped on us. You know, I'm so full with the dipping sauce. It's just unbelievable. And I'm just, I'm looking forward to the next episode. And if they're going to, you know, I did find out confirmation that this is a part A and part B. So we're getting eight episodes, it looks like. And then we're going to go into intermission and do the second eight episodes. Similar to how The Walking Dead and uh, a few other shows have gone when they do these mini episodes. And so it's going to be interesting to see if they do that. Um, that's not 100% confirmed, but I've seen several pictures where it shows part A and then part B. So to me, there's going to be an intermission for it, um, which is fine because usually mid-season finales usually bring, you know, bang for your buck. Yeah, I mean, you usually get exactly what you're waiting for and stuff. I'm interested to see, I guess, when it picks up. Do we know when the second half of season eight is? I don't. I'll research that for next episode to see if we can figure out, you know, a date or how they're going to do that. Um it's just going to be quite interesting because well, you know right now they're competing with Fear, The Walking Dead. Yeah, and like, that's what I was interested in because so, it'll be interested to see if they keep it going as soon as uh, Walking Dead right, ends and right, they go right, right, right into you know. like you say with Fear with it. Correct. So I mean, ah, we'll just have to see how that that pony rides, as they say. Yeah. Um, but other than that, guys, again, thank you for all you guys who put comments in there. Thank you. Love so you much, all, guys. Yeah. That was freaking awesome. Like we said, I mean, that's what we enjoy doing the show. Yeah, for. I mean, really. And so, I think next week we'll even go even farther, uh, read some exact comments for Vadim, put some things in there, try to build on it because we want you guys to really influence how the show goes and what we're talking about, and uh, make it make it what y'all want. Yeah, just like much we want to make it want because show is kick ass, literally, and um, can't wait 
to see how it's going to keep going. Just, gosh, I'm. it's sad that I've had that fear that they're going to come into some of those lulls like they did last season. No. So I'm hoping that yeah. they really keep up, you know, keep up the, I, the nuggets, as they say. I think it's going to pick that pace back up next week and everything. I hope so. With I really do. everything that we're seeing and hearing. Yeah. Guys, again, if you're enjoying the show, if you got a second to give us a positive review on iTunes, it's a huge help to yeah. us. Oh, and big uh, shout out to uh, Bayan on YouTube and everything. Yeah, because no we doubt. had a really good conversation yeah, with you him. Know, a lot of people don't know we, we we do have a YouTube link, so if you know if that's more convenient, you can listen to it through it. You know, it doesn't have a visual, but it definitely gives you the link and everything like that, and you can put comments there. Uh, great conversation with Bayan and. Um, uh, YouTube's something new for us. Yeah. I mean, we've been doing it for a little while, but you we, know. we didn't have the notifications worked out perfectly and everything. Yeah, we're so we're getting a little that. more into that. And then, you know, getting on uh, Spotify and a few other things has been a great addition for us. And so the show is progressing great and we're, we're loving it. You know, we get new fans every day and, uh, and we really thank y'all for that. And, yeah. uh, and hopefully like we said last week, you know, we're really working hard on getting some, uh, Special treats for everybody for yeah, the show. So yeah. hopefully we'll we try to get, get a couple special interviews. Yeah, um, we got some people. We got some eyes on. We'll see if we'll uh, we'll pitch it for it and see what yeah. happens, and maybe we'll get lucky. But other than that, guys, I'm gonna call tonight. This is Bleed TV, and I'm Zach, and I'm Cash, and we'll see y'all next week. Bye.